Hello, I'm Becca. And I'm Emma. And welcome to our podcast, Two Girls, One Goal. We'll be talking all things work, life, love and side hustles. So stick around and let's have a chat. Woohoo! Episode one. I can't believe it. I know. So, Emma, do you want to tell the listeners what we just spent the last two hours doing? Yeah, so um, every single microphone under the sun seemed to want to buzz. Yep. And so did every interface. Yeah. Two um, laptops. Yep, two laptops, three microphones and two interfaces later. And we're up, we're here with an upside down microphone. Yeah. Which is now working. <laughs> so it's been a bit of a pavlova. Yep. Not ideal. Not ideal. But we're here. This is episode number one. It is. I hope you all enjoyed the pilot. Yeah. We would like to say a massive thank you to everybody that's already listened, given us feedback, sent in their questions. Um, it's been an overwhelmingly positive um, overwhelmingly positive experience. Yeah. So it's far. always a positive experience. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. So we've been really grateful for everybody for all of that. Yeah. Um, so, and we're really excited to crack on with this one as well. Very excited. Now it's, uh, you know, three hours later. <laughs> got dinner booked for eight and it's half past five yeah and neither of us have any actual proper going out clothes or makeup on so no still wet from the sea <laughs> hey we went for a swim in the sea today didn't we we did lunchtime it was lovely nice way to spend a little lunch break yeah the benefits of um brighton brighton the benefits of brighton living in becca <laughs> <laughs> don't start that again oh, the benefits gosh. of oh, oh gosh <laughs> yeah can't do that again not after last time <laughs> We spent so long editing the last podcast because we just waffled so much. So I didn't realise I waffled so much. I am I horrific. <laughs> I've been actively trying to like stop talking. <laughs> just like, no, okay, I'm done. <laughs> or like the other thing that we kept doing on the last one was we kept repeating each other. Which you guys wouldn't have heard because we spent, again, about 10 hours cutting out when I'd go, hello. And then we'd go, hello. And she'd say, how are you? And I'd say, how are you? <laughs> it's just constant. It didn't end. So we're doing it yeah. again, actually. We're waffling yeah, we again. Yeah. We should get to the point, Okay, we? so <laughs> on that note, let's begin. <laughs> and we start with, once again, news of the week. News of, no, you forgot oh, the, the bing, bing bong. bong. Oh, sorry. One, two, three. Bing bong, news of the week. <laughs> Adorable. So, I think it's your turn to go first on news. News of the week. Okay. So there's... A personal news of the week, which is nothing to do with work. Um, I have finally caved and bought a pair of Crocs. I'm embarrassed. I'm ashamed. I don't want to admit it. But fuck me, they're so comfortable. <laughs> I was literally stifling back a laugh. I wanted you to get that all out of your system before I interrupted. They're just so rank, aren't they? They're so ugly, like... There's just, there's no polish in a turd. You can get little, like, diamondy bits to put in them. And I keep thinking about it, and then I'm like, okay, well, I'm not five, so I should, like, not do that. They're just butters. I bought, if anyone's interested, I bought the pistachio colour, and I bought my partner the lilac ones. Um, and I ripped the shit out of my sister for about a week before we went on holiday, because she bought a pair. And then I tried them on, and they are so comfortable. And do you know what? I've worn them every single day. I don't regret it, and Emma's getting a pair for Christmas. <laughs> I have no choice now. I'm going to become a convert whether I like it or not. A convert. A convert. <laughs> oh dear. Um, Emma, what's yeah. your personal news? It's my personal news. Oh, um, I had them both. Oh, well, I've got all my work news, but not my personal news. I guess the personal, my biggest personal news really is I bought blinds. 
Oh, lush. So we actually have blinds in the flat now, which has been, which because of the heat, it's been excruciatingly painful because we haven't got any blinds and the heat just comes straight through. It's horrible. So we finally caved and we were like, right, fuck this. Oh, sorry. You can swear, Emma. Okay. (laughs) We did label it as explicit. She just looked at me like, should I swear? (laughs) It came out So in podcast, Emma, you can say fuck whenever you want. Go on, say it again. Fuck. Um, but yeah, so we had um, we had our blinds delivered on Monday, and they are in the process of going up, depending on when my partner can be bothered to put them up. You're such an adult. I know. Tell me about it. And you're such a child with your Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so honestly that was probably the biggest news because that is a big. huge deal for me so you know well you can stop being so sweaty now I know I'm I said really that like a really sweaty it. person like, oh, you're really gross it's sweaty <laughs> I actually have been to be fair I was sat on stream yesterday and I was just like dripping um, my back was sorry for anyone that's listening to this my back was dripping it was disgusting um, I got up at one point and I was like <clears throat> right so I'm gonna have to end my stream because I am literally dying and um, yeah I ended about an hour later so I'm not really sure how I managed that to be honest no. do you want to do a little um a little push for your stream is that yes. a thing that you do with streaming i do it is a She's thing i teaching do me. <laughs> <laughs> so um i stream games on twitch.tv slash elilia plays um and sorry just a shameless plug on my that's own. what i meant yeah plug <laughs> it. e-l-i-l-i-a e-l yeah yeah hey. well done e-l-i-l-i-a plays yes um, and I stream um, old school RuneScape and Apex Legends. So I am basically still a child at heart. Such a sexy nerd. <laughs> she puts little sexy glasses on when she does it as well. Sometimes okay. I log on again. I think I said this last week. Not a clue what you're talking about, but I'm just there. She's like, oh, watching. <laughs> just love it. Yeah. Um, so that was that, was that really. That's my biggest news. I love this that. week. Um, so I guess my work news of the week is that I started my new sales job and uh, I think I spoke about getting the job last time but I've only been in for like four days or so it's a bit weird being back in sales Um, I don't know if I'm enjoying it yet because I haven't really done enough my new team's really nice I don't really have yeah particularly much to say about it because I haven't been doing much of it so far Mm. but yeah it's nice to be new challenge things like that I'm a bit I'm a bit of a a bit of a flicker. <laughs> I don't know what that a means. Flicker. flicker. Like a flick like between the, um, jobs, you know. Ancient photography platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a bit of a flicker. Um, but uh, yeah, I will give you more news on that when I know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> I've got no idea. There's a lot of systems to learn and I'm yeah. not very good with technology. I'm sure you will absolutely smash it. Thanks, I babe. have full faith. Full faith. Full faith. <laughs> Oh god, this is the problem. I just go, and my words just kind of flop out of my mouth. <laughs> um, Give me your work news. It's probably better than mine. I mean, it's it's not. It, well, it's quite exciting, but it's Come not on. huge. So basically, um, I've been working on a huge project recently where we partner up with other companies on um, pieces of work that we do, and. Um, it's something that's been going on for a long time, but they basically don't do a lot of promotion on their end. Um, and it's taken a really long time to actually get into any emails or inbox like DMs or anything of anyone in those companies. And today I finally friggin' did it. Yeah. I'm really pleased because it was just like, it was just felt like a huge win. So it was really exciting. Well, that's really nice. 
Yeah. Emma's been working at mine today and her little face, when it came in, <laughs> she got an email and she had a little cute little smile. I was like doing air pumps, like really excited. So. It's nice when things like that happen, isn't it, at work? Because I think a lot of the time it can feel like the same thing. It can feel quite mundane. So I think when you get a little win or a big win, in that, like in that case, I think it's invigorating, isn't it, really? It is, actually, yeah. Makes it all worth it. It does. All those nine to fives. All day, every day. Yeah. And it makes it better when your boss knows what's going on and then you send them a message like, by the way, this happened. And Mm. he was like, amazing! Exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. And he literally, you know him, like he would be like, amazing. We are going to get him on the podcast. Emma's boss is an absolute don. I love him so much. He's the best. He's a great guy. Mm. He's really, really good. And he's he's a bit like us, actually. I hope he doesn't mind us saying. He's actually agreed to come on. He has, yeah. Only when we get a million uh, followers, though. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, yes, once it's worth it for me. (laughs) (laughs) But he's he's someone that does kind of, well, side hustling, saving lives. Mm. He works with us as a manager, well, Emma's manager. and on the side, he is a paramedic, which is very, very cool. He just had a baby, took his baby to... A, was it Guns N' Roses that he went to see? Uh, yeah, I It was so. Guns N' yeah, Roses, wasn't it? Was, it was, yeah. Um, and he was a paramedic there. So, so that is yeah. going to be a cool child. It is. Anyway, we'll is. get him on at one point. He's very, very funny and incredibly nice, isn't he? Yeah. And I'm sure he will talk about all the terrible things I do at work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. So that ends news of the week. Oh, hang on. That ends the ping pong. Emma. Oh, sorry. That ends the <laughs> ping pong news of the week. Well. So. <laughs> on to the moan section. My favourite. Yes, that is Becca's favourite. I'm going to preface this with, by the way, if anyone was wondering, left her on a bit of a cliffhanger. Yes, me and my partner are still together. Yes, we got over the argument. I came home. It's all good. Yeah. She was okay about it. What about me talking yeah. about the moaning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, well, I was just like that's completely. She's not just... listened to the podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, I, had to, I had to cut about half an hour out of me just whinging about it. So I'm going to try and keep my moan uh, a little bit shorter today. Okay. Do you want to start? Should we start with with work moans? Okay, yeah. work moans. Yeah. So my work moan this week is algorithms. Um, this kind of is per- personal as well because I'm really struggling with the Instagram algorithms in particular for like my Instagram. Mm. But in general, like the algorithms are just like they're constantly moving. I just have to research it all the time, and they just they just feel like they're out to get me. So when you say algorithm, mm. what does it mean? <laughs> so they're basically what um, the social media platforms to like use to show people the content that they believe that they're going to be most is most relevant to them oh so like if i'm looking at a new laptop in bed yeah and then my partner gets uh like a facebook ad for a new laptop is that an algorithm that's a paid ad that's a usually i think google display right so algorithm is like if i'm looking at laptops and laptops come up for me it's more like so if you have somebody that you follow on instagram right that has like a lot of followers Mm. and um you interact with their content a lot they will keep showing you that content 
Whereas if it's oh. somebody that you have recently followed, maybe you haven't... Like, for example, right, um, I've recently followed Ed Sheeran. Yeah. He obviously has millions of followers. Everybody knows who Ed Sheeran is. But because I haven't engaged with any of his content yet, he falls right to the bottom of my list. Oh. So even his stories disappear for me, even though, like, he is, like, ridiculously well-known. But oh. because I engage with your content a lot your content is usually like always at the top for well, me. That's all you need, Emma. You don't need Ed Sheeran when you've got me. <laughs> Come on. This, the problem is the other way around. So the content that I put out, both both for my work and for my personal stuff, so that any content that I put out, because obviously I manage the social media and content and stuff, mm. um, the work that I then do seems to just not go anywhere. Oh. And um, it feels like a little bit of an uphill climb this week. Mm. I didn't, I literally didn't even know that happened. So how do you make yourself come up in everyone's algorithm unless you literally say to them, can you interact with my content so I come up on your feed? Um, so there's certain things you can do. So based on what I've been researching recently, um, so like later.com, do you know later? No. They do a lot of Instagram. They, they basically, you can use them to schedule stuff in for like Instagram and TikTok. Hmm. Um, but it's a paid for platform if you want to do reels or video content, which is a bit annoying. But anyway, um, they put out a blog recently that if you to help with the algorithm if you stick to five content pillars so you have five pillars of things that you do so say for example with you you would have your music your acting um jeff Mm. like pictures and videos of jeff pictures of you and your partner Mm. and or like going on little travel dates and stuff yeah so like that would be like your four pillars so as long as you stick to those four four pillars and you use relevant hashtags for those four pillars in theory you should be able to beat the algorithm. Right. Because I never know what to hashtag. I just put the same stuff every time. And yeah, I feel like lots of people that I know f- follow my content and see my content and like it and engage with it. But other people that I don't know, I struggle to get like new followers and stuff. And it comes back to like last week when we talked about time as well, the time. But did we talk about time last week or were we just talking about that recently? I can't remember. I don't know whether we did talk about it, actually. No. Well, we should talk about it at some point. Yeah. But having the time, like you told me, didn't you, a while ago, to get more followers on YouTube that I needed to sit and comment on other people's videos and things like that. But actually, like, I've only just about got the time to record my own. Yeah. But it's stuff that you need to do if you you want to... Grow. Grow. I need to set more time aside to do it. It used to be a lot easier. They even it even used to be easier to like other people's stuff on different platforms. Mm. Now, like even on LinkedIn, for example, you might only see stuff in your home, like in your home feed, that's like two or three weeks old. Oh, and it doesn't. It all of the algorithms seem to favour people that have higher followers and stuff. But mm. it's very difficult if you have lower followers to get appear. more followers. Exactly. So that's my work moan this week because algorithms mm. are a challenge I didn't even realise it was a moan but now I, I want to moan about it <laughs> <laughs> I'm annoyed with algorithms <laughs> I imagine a lot of people are especially at the moment Instagram in particular is making it very difficult for new content creators well if anyone else has got any uh, help with algorithms for us just yeah. let us know please do you might just change my life yeah help <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a really good moan really good one thanks thanks yeah it felt good to get it off my chest did it yeah yeah i feel like i've inherited a moan though <laughs> thanks for that Emma. um so my work moan is people explaining things to me like i'm stupid do i look stupid no i don't think i look clever 
unless I put my glasses on, you probably wouldn't look at me and go, wow. The glasses do make a big difference. They do, don't they? they do. Same colour as my hair. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But... When people... Right. I don't know if anyone... I'm going to get really annoyed about this now. You know? <laughs> well, you know that's when, the whole point of this. Yeah, so it's just cathartic. Yeah. Um, you know when someone's explaining something to you, or you're explaining something to someone else, right? Mm. And let's say they're going like, yep, yep, got it, yep. I feel like I pick up on the fact that someone's going, yep, yep, got it, and I stop because I've given enough information. Yeah. There are some people... They'd like to give so many words, but they could have said it in so little. And I'll say, yep, yep, got it. Or I'll say, oh yeah, I've done that before. I could literally be saying to you, if we talk about a program, I could say, oh yeah, I've done that one before. Anyway, so you click open and then you click new. And I'm like, yeah, no, it's okay. I've done it before. Surely I'm saving you time. You don't have to tell me. I'm literally saying to you like, Sorry, if you can hear that, I'm slapping my hands. <laughs> She's and really angry. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, I just feel like sometimes people think I look silly. So they feel like they have to over explain things or, or I'm impatient. I might I don't be really think impatient. You're particularly impatient at all, to be honest. Maybe it's more that um, mm. you like to laugh. Which yeah. I know sounds silly, but maybe it's because like people think, oh, well, she likes a good giggle, she's funny, and therefore that means she's not intelligent. Yeah. But that's not point. necessarily the case. Well, it's definitely not the case in your case, but yeah. like with other people as well. It's really true though, I think. Like I think the way that people perceive you probably changes the way that they explain things to you or talk to you about things and mm. potentially then sort of when someone's saying like yeah I've got it like the other side of this is that sometimes if you're explaining something to someone and they're going yep 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 they could actually not be listening that happens mm. as well you can see it in their eyes can't you because they're vacant yeah and they're going like yep yep and you're like no 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 no. you're going to ask me this again it's like they're looking in a week. through you rather than at you <laughs> yeah you're going to ask me in a week and I'm going to say, did you not listen last time? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'll explain it and then they'll go, yep, yep. Anyway, yeah, that's my moan. I don't know what to do to change that apart from maybe I should just look more serious in the eyes. <laughs> have I got happy eyes? You do have happy eyes. <laughs> you have a happy face. Oh, that's so cute. It's true, though. <gasps> I'm sure all of the listeners would agree. They can't see me. <laughs> they saw you with that biscuit last week. They looked on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Saw you well, with a little biscuit challenge. Have a look at our Instagram if you've not checked it out already. Yeah, you definitely should. You can see my happy face. I'm glad I got that off my chest. I'm sure there's there's more, but I don't, I don't want to um, start screaming. This, you know, <laughs> start slapping a level of volume. Punch your other hand. <laughs> start slapping me. <laughs> I'll leave that moan there. Yeah, you don't look stupid. Thank you, Emma. That's okay. It's true. Love you. Love you too. Oh, that must sound, that's going to sound really emotional. <laughs> you know, when the microphone's really close, it's like, I love you. <laughs> I love you too. So, should we move on to a personal mode? I actually don't know if I've bloody got one. I have got one. It's it's a fairly minor one, but, um, you know, everyone will probably do it. it. Um, Apple, with their trading or a pain in the arse. So basically, my phone broke, which everyone on my stream will know because I complained about it a lot. Um, <laughs> because basically, it broke from a um, for something that they don't make a part for. So they basically, I, I just feel like it's you know the whole 
designed to fail thing, which really pisses me off, but I can't stop buying their products. So <laughs> what can you do? Um, but basically I, my phone broke and I took it into the um, center to ask them to fix it. And they were like, oh yeah, it's broken with this particular part, but you can't get that part. So you basically have to get a whole new oh. phone. And I was like, well, that's kind of, well, okay, well, fine. If they're, if they're paying to replace the phone, I'll accept a new one. That's fine for free. Um, and then they were like, no, no, it's £480. I said, like, what is the point of me paying for an old phone, phone, old phone replacement for £480 when it's their problem? That's shit. So yeah, I basically tried to buy a new phone and did a trade-in and sent it into them. And they basically said that my phone was worth £0. <gasps> No, because there, well, the data wasn't wiped on it. But the reason the data wasn't wiped on it is because the data chip was what was broken. Right. So I was obviously f- fucking livid. <laughs> I was just like, how, how, like this is their problem. Um. So yeah, that's my that's my personal moan. Listen, Apple, if you're listening, yeah, I'll find you. We'll still put this on Apple Music, but <laughs> we're, we're not impressed. <laughs> I will be sending a complaint to one of them. Yes, definitely. That is actually very bad. I've had the same sort of thing with an amp before and there's a certain part in my amp that's broken and you can't get the part anywhere. So I'd have to buy a whole new amp, which I did. I had to buy a whole new amp for around £600. Oof. For one, one amp. Jesus. Yeah, because I need it to be battery powered as well to play like outdoors and stuff. Uh, that was bloody expensive. Tell you what my bloody moan is. My new microphone is broken. Oh, yeah. Couldn't record on that today. Yeah. Can't find the Rode microphone helpline number. I'm recording on an old microphone now. My interface seems to be having a problem. I'm going to have to fork out like another 500 quid for more equipment. Which is so, just ridiculous. If anyone wants to send us some money... <laughs> Actually, that would really help. <laughs> Fix it. Get an Emma a new phone. Get me some more recording equipment. Otherwise, oh, we'll, not, we'll not be able to record again. Oh. Well, we will. It'll just yeah. be, look It'll like, be this. like this. Yeah. <laughs> right. Is that enough moaning? Do you feel better? Yeah, I do, actually. Yeah, I feel all right, just actually. Just get off my chest, yeah. I'm looking forward to half barrel spritz at dinner, you Oh, know? God, same. I just love that when I'm here, because everything is so close to where you live, we can just stroll into town, don't have to drive. And then, because we're getting, I get the, get in the train to work in the morning don't even have to drive to work it's just brilliant i love having you here it's great it always feels like emma says it feels like holiday here it does and it feels like holiday having you here oh. i even bought posh tomatoes she did yeah. she did buy tosh tomatoes oh. and then realized tomatoes and then realized i keep pointing at i love it the job is sophie gets really angry when i do it i do, do it all the time. i don't know why i hyper pick up on it and it always makes me laugh but sophie actually gets irritated when i do it so That'll if i sophie's start annoying name. you please tell me no it's fine i don't get annoyed by much. i can't stop <laughs> i just can't stop <laughs> can't stop won't stop sorry i interrupted you it's okay i can't remember what i said oh yeah it was about that i don't actually like tomatoes very much don't you you i told you this this morning when you made breakfast and you were like do you like tomatoes and i was like yeah kind of oh yeah i do remember that now yeah there are a few things that i don't scrimp on go on tomatoes mm. they have to be finest <laughs> not having on that. the vine yeah on the they do have to be on the vine otherwise get them out my face fair enough coffee oh yes absolutely yeah and strawberries yeah, they are three good things. Not don't want on. a watery strawberry. No, I don't want a bland tomato. No, and I don't want coffee that tastes like petrol. Yeah, 
I always get that with feeling. You know, do you know Lavazza coffee? Yeah, that's one I've got. Is it? It's the one you had earlier and you liked. Is it? Yeah. No, oh, because I used to not really like it. Oh, really? But I feel like they've completely changed things recently. I don't know whether anyone else has noticed this, but Lavazza is everywhere. Yeah. It used to be only in like your, like, obviously we're not in Europe anymore, so I can yeah. say that. Um, it used to be only in like Europe that you'd see it. And then if you bought it here, it was like, meh. You know, you yeah. like tailors or something instead. You love that one. Yeah, it seems to have made a whole resurgence. I was saying this to Ross this weekend. These are the things I think about in my free time. <laughs> oh, look at Lavazzo. Oh, look at them. What are they doing well? Um, so yeah, I just noticed that. That was if you, everyone will now see their advertising everywhere. I imagine because. Should we have a round of applause for Lavazzo? Yes, go on then. Well done on your marketing strategy. Well done. Good job. So moving on, we are on to the funniest moment of the week. Ha 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 Beautiful. <laughs> that was a lovely little intro. <laughs> right, who's going first? <laughs> well, uh, you. You can Me? go first. Okay. So my funniest moment, well, I guess I've got... I don't know which is funnier. You know my funniest moments. Oh, do your funniest one. You told me about this. I love it. The molten wax or the river... Issue. The river issue is brilliant. Okay. okay, so the river issue. Basically, um, if you follow me on Instagram, you will have seen that I went on a three-day paddleboarding trip down the River Wye. Um, on the third day, nobody had fallen in. It was really great. Like Everyone was having a great time. We ha- stopped for lunch, got back on the boards. And as soon as we got back on the boards, we hit like a um, really fast-moving flow of water. Um and I tried to turn, like everyone was shouting at me to try and turn and I couldn't fucking do it. I couldn't work out. My brain could not compute which way I needed to put my fucking paddle in the water. So I put it in on one side, but then that just made me turn side on. And I was basically hurtling towards a massive tree that had come over the water. And I didn't know what to do. So what I did was grab onto the tree and just like hung on it like a monkey. <laughs> like had dangling into the water and then my board went under the tree dragged me into the water like head straight under under the tree under the water and just like floated off down the river oh no <laughs> with my foot still attached to it so yeah that was um that was that was good fun and then i couldn't actually get back on it because i'm too short so i was like the, the other guys were like just jump back on like can't you just reach the floor i was like no i can't reach the bottom um <clears throat> so i was um yeah, trying to basically jump back on the board. And then there was a fisherman and I was trying to avoid him. And then there was canoe, canoes coming down and I was trying to avoid them. Um, but the, the worst bit of all of this was that I decided that this wasn't actually my fault and it was my partner's <laughs> fault. So I can just see it. I can see it. <laughs> so he was behind me. So he wasn't anywhere near me. And he, he, he was shouting at me to turn, which to be fair, I needed to, to avoid the tree. But... <laughs> Um, he was I basically spent the rest of the time like shouting at him and blaming him for not being with me at the time (laughs) and I was like I can't believe you left me and he was like well you left me you were the one ahead I was like no you left me it's all your fault (laughs) I was like you told me which way to turn he was like because I was trying to help you avoid the tree (laughs) Um, so that was my funniest moment basically I was soaking wet it was miserable and cold and I was very grumpy for the rest of the trip it doesn't sound very funny, Emma. It, it was quite funny. Maybe, it was quite funny. And at the time, I was like, I'm so terrified. Um, and then afterwards, I was like, did anyone have a GoPro rolling at that point at all? <laughs> because that was kind of hilarious. I would have um, loved the GoPro footage for you blaming 
him. Blame him. Yeah. <laughs> can't believe you left me I'm supposed to be your girlfriend <laughs> and he was just like okay um, yeah fine you just do you I was like okay fine I'll paddle off on my own then so yeah did you um, go in a little strap I did well it was more than a little strap quite a large strap <laughs> how long did you strap for probably a good like hour oh that's I'd say that's quite a short strap well, I didn't really have much choice, and you know, we were getting to the, we were getting closer to the end point. I had to forgive him at some point, otherwise he was going to be the one making me drive home. So, ah, oh, fair, you know. Did you hear that? She only forgets <laughs> you, so she didn't have to drive home. In fact, I got into work on the um, on the Monday, and I was like, oh my god, I had a near death experience. And then, as soon as I told everyone what had happened, they were like. That wasn't a fucking near-death experience. <laughs> you literally just fell off your board into some water and I was like, no, I nearly died. <laughs> I love how dramatic it is. Brilliant. So yeah, that was my uh, that was my funniest moment. Very good. Thanks. Well, my funniest moment, again, probably the most dramatic moment, yeah. is... Um, so I was in hospital on Sunday um, and I had to have some blood tests now I'm not good with needles I've got loads of tattoos but uh, for some reason some, there's something in like the psyche of like when they take blood that they're like syringing blood out of your body or like the thought of them going into a vein and it's spurting out just makes me oh, it makes me feel do you feel a bit sick? yeah thanks for that it just I was makes like me I don't even little... have fear of needles but now I do but you think about it they put a little bit of plastic in your vein and then your blood just squirts into oh it honestly it makes me want to die so anyway so I had to have a blood test but the problem is my veins are very small so they can never take it out of my arms. They always have to take it out of my hand. And the hand apparently hurts more. I don't give a shit about the pain. It's the, it's just the thought of what's happening. I have to close my eyes. I have to warn them that I faint and all of this shit. So I was obviously not looking. But, and I, I will come on to this later because our hot topic is, is all about sort of mental health and keeping yourself yeah. kind of well and stuff. So I was actually in <laughs> for panic attack, uh, which I've never had before. Um, and I'm only laughing about that because it was actually very scary. But the the thought that I was having a panic attack and I don't like needles and they make me really nervous and they make me hyperventilate. You can just imagine the scenes. And I'm dramatic. Not that it takes away from, it, you know, it was, it was horrible. But the drama, the drama of me. <laughs> I literally was... You know when people are pregnant and they have a baby and they do like, right, okay, everyone, like, breathe in, breathe out. <gasps> like that. That was me having blood taken. Or the, um, what's it? Well, I was watching WandaVision the other day. And they, yeah. While she's pregnant, they get to do the, the um, what do they, what do they do? Like. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Like that. That's me. Having blood taken. It's ridiculous. And I know it's ridiculous. I just, I, can't, I don't know how to stop it. So they're taking blood out of my hand, the first guy, absolutely lovely. I'm like, ooh, ooh, like this. And luckily it was just us two in a room. So I was like, afterwards, I'm always like, oh, I'm really sorry. Like, I know, I know it's dramatic. Like, I'm fine. And then they hadn't got enough blood. So they had to go into my other hand. And by this point, I was having another panic attack. So when they went to take that blood, I was in a smaller, more comfortable room, but there was quite a few people in there. So I start again. <laughs> People are watching. I, I mean, I didn't even see them watching. I could just feel their eyes on me, but my eyes were closed. And then they said, oh, we've seen a bit of an anomaly in your bloods. Like, do you want to get your partner down and come and stay with you? We're going to have to do some more tests. Obviously, that set me off again. And then 
another lady came back and said, oh, I'm really sorry, but the tests have gone back and they're inconclusive. We need to take blood again. By this point, I'm a fucking wreck. I'm sweating, crying, it's rank. So she starts taking blood again. And honestly, I said to my partner, I said, I'm dramatic when I get blood taken. It's You just don't need to see it. And I, I regret to say that she had to watch it twice because those <laughs> bloods went back and they were inconclusive so they had to take it out from my other arm oh god so i had four lots of blood taken <laughs> the and whole time with you going <laughs> <laughs> well it got more and more dramatic as it went on so like the third time i had them take i was going like <gasps> there was a woman in the <laughs> there was a woman in the cubicle next to me having minor surgery she was going oh that hurts a bit and i'm going <laughs> I was having a blood taken. Sophie was laughing because she was like, "This is I actually can't believe that you're this dramatic." But the fourth time she came round, I was apologising as I was hyperventilating to everyone in the room. I was going like, "I'm really sorry, everyone. I'm just really frustrated." <laughs> So that was my uh, most dramatic. I just, just love that there was somebody next to you having my, like literally having surgery. It might, yeah. might have been minor, but li- like literal surgery. And report. you're there like. <gasps> <laughs> they're like, oh, oh, that hurts a little bit. <laughs> That's hilarious. Ridiculous. Oh dear, you're so dramatic. Um, so hot topic for this week. The, um, the as we said last week, the juiciest section. Juiciest, juiciest. That's quite hard to say. It is actually. Juiciest. juiciest section of the podcast is this week talking about how we manage our mental health whilst working full-time and then doing all of our side hustles how we actually try and stay okay and the reality is I think a lot of the time we aren't always okay Mm. but it's not a bad thing to admit that no it's a very brave thing to admit that I think it's hard to you know there's as Jesse J says it's okay not to be okay but like people really struggle to talk about how they are like if you think about normal conversations with people mm. I was going oh you're right and everyone goes yeah I'm good how are you I could be having the worst day and mm. I'd go yeah yeah I'm good yeah why do we say you know is it because we don't want to get it maybe it's because we don't want to get into it with everyone but you know I think I think it is being talked about a lot more isn't it yeah how do you because obviously I guess that the point of us kind of speaking about this today is that <clears throat> with having lots of different jobs and juggling lots of different things I guess how do you manage your mental health <coughs> and stop yourself from you know getting mental burnout or feeling depressed or, uh, depressed or anxious you know yeah I mean for me I I'm quite in tune with my emotions and I I have I didn't used to be but recently I've really made an effort to make sure that I always kind of evaluate how I'm feeling and mm. understand how I'm feeling um, in fact, somebody from my Twitch community recently sent something in there because we have like a wellness channel in our like community Discord, which you won't know what that is, but some <laughs> people might. You can teach. <laughs> it's it's where it's basically like a little server where we all chat basically. Um, and in there, he posted a feeling wheel, which was really interesting. Did like, you post that on LinkedIn? Yeah, I loved yeah, I it. I loved it, was, it. Yeah, it was really interesting. Like it, it has like a, a wheel where it says what all of your. So thank you very much to the person that's on this. You know who you are. Um, but yeah, it's it's sort of had the different feelings or like it had like a really easy way to map out how you were feeling. Mm. Um, which was was very interesting. And actually, since then, I've sort of kind of looked at it. I've not used it as much as I should have done, but it it was quite an. A new th- it's quite a new thing for me only within the last week or so um, but we just share quite... it to Instagram we should share yeah. it on the channel yeah because it, it was quite good actually 
Um, but being, I think being in touch with your emotions makes a massive difference and knowing when you need to switch off. Like yeah. knowing when you've reached that point where you go, wow, I just can't do anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's no harm in taking a break from your computer mm. or, you know, whatever kind of work you're doing or just stepping back and going, okay, this is enough. I'm really bad at that. Mm. I'll keep going and going and going and going until I'm totally burnt out and then yeah. I'll be like, right, what, what do I do now? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I've got better <clears throat> at it over the years, but even now, if I say, for example, if I am having a really bad mental health day, um, I will feel bad if I have to cancel my stream. So if I if I say, look, guys, I'm feeling really bad like my my mental health isn't there I'm not feeling like I can entertain anyone right now I feel really guilty when I do that so I still mm. feel the guilt but I I know that that's what I have to do mm. um, and they'll appreciate that as well do you know what yeah. I mean like you can't sort of say I mean you'd have to be a real arsehole to say to someone actually can you still do it even though you feel like shit <laughs> I'd that's rather true. people didn't do things if they felt like you know yeah crap mental health is a massively valid excuse mm. you don't need yeah. to make up things but it's awkward isn't it it's awkward yeah. sometimes just to say like hey I'm feeling bad yeah um sometimes you can't admit it to yourself <clears throat> I guess as well yeah definitely but I think that's the most important step do you have any like tips for so what do you do so if you're let's say for example there's loads of stuff on at work you're feeling really stressed there's stuff going on personally and you suddenly sort of get to 12 o'clock in the working day and you think right I have had enough I feel like I'm about to cry don't know what to do you can't concentrate what would you do I think personally I would try and get out of the out of the situation for a bit yeah. So like there's been times where I've like there was a time a couple of weeks ago where I was having a really, really like I was in a massive slump. It was actually probably a couple of months ago now. Time flies. But um, and I had a massive slump and I was like, Becca, I'm feeling really shit. Like, can I just come down and work from yours for half a day? Yeah. And you were like, yeah, absolutely. So just getting out of that situation and going somewhere where you know you still feel comfortable and yeah. safe is probably really important. Changing scenery. Yeah. Yeah. And I think employers as well, our employer definitely is absolutely brilliant for mental Mm. health. And, you know, there's lots of well-being mental programs and things like that. But, you know, if you said to one of your bosses in this company, look, I'm really struggling today. Mm. It's a totally valid, you know, thing to say, look, I'm struggling. Mental health and physical health are, you know, they're very similar. Yeah. In that sense, you know. It one impacts the other, as you've just seen. Mm, Yeah, definitely. No, so I, well, yeah, I've had a bit of a, a bit of a shitter, really. So I went on holiday. <clears throat> I'd been very, very busy up to this point. So I'd sort of been doing lots of gigs, booking lots of gigs. Work had been busy. I'd been kind of finishing up with one job, starting another job. Um, and I went on holiday. I go every year with my dad and my sister. Um, and we go to Malta. So I got there. Uh, I was in the hotel and I was unpacking my bags. And then suddenly my heart started racing and I started sweating, I had to go to the toilet. I felt really dizzy. My left arm had pains going through it. My left chest had pains. I felt like someone was squeezing my throat. I thought I was having a heart attack and I was like, shit, what am I gonna do? Um, I don't know why I didn't go and ask my dad or my sister or something for help. I just sort of thought, oh, I'll just try and sort of ride it out. And it lasted a couple of hours. Then the rest of the week, I was fine. I was a bit sort of, "Mm, what was that? Is it gonna happen again? But I I felt okay. I got back. And I had another really bad one on the Sunday, started about 12 o'clock. So that's when I went to hospital. Uh, and that's what I went to hospital for um, because I was convinced I was having a heart attack. Mm-hmm. I think it's like when you have a lot on and then you 
relax do you ever get cold when you do that if you've had a really hard like you've been going at it for like a couple of months and then suddenly you take a break I always get cold or I get a chest infection or I get throat infection it's like I I wonder if I mean I have no idea and I'm still really early in the kind of understanding what the hell's going on but I feel like maybe that had something to do with it maybe just stopping for a bit um potentially sort of and then when you on. like started again when you got back that's yeah. where it started again yeah definitely well I was not I'm a bit of a nervous flyer so I feel like I flew back and then maybe I was nervous on the on the plane and then I got back and I was sort of relaxed and then yeah it came on again but they did all the tests and they said there's nothing else <clears throat> wrong with me so they said it must be panic attacks spoke to the doctor um and she's prescribed me something for you know if they come on again they usually prescribe like talking therapy but Hmm. I've been doing that for a long time anyway um, and then I've had two or three since and it's just, just not random yeah and I feel like it's sort of come on from nowhere and I feel like I definitely felt this I was in the office yesterday and I finished work for the day and I felt a couple of times I felt oh my god is it coming on I left work got on the train started having one god what so like almost the minute you stepped yeah. out of the work setting and stopped for a minute yep. it was like it came on again it was as I was walking to the train station from work and I I mean I speak to my mum Hello, Mum, if you're listening. <laughs> I speak to her a lot about things and she's very... She should be a therapist. She's brilliant. Oh, she's so good. Yeah. I love your mum. She's wonderful. But, she you really know, is. she sort of said, Becca, it's when you stop and when you... It's even like having time to yourself when you have mm. time to think about it. If I start thinking about it, now I've got a pain in my chest, but I'm thinking oh, about really? it. I'm, and you're like consciously, yeah. yeah. But I, I'm i worried about how I'm going to manage it with all my jobs, with mm. all my work. You know, my partner said, maybe you need to slow down a bit. Maybe you need to do less, but... I have to do the amount that I'm doing because I've got a full-time job. Yeah. Plus, I need to try and grow my business, uh, my music business, which is going really well, but I need to keep that momentum. And then the acting side of things, you know, it's what I really want to do. I mean, ideally, I would, you know, not have a job and I'd be able to... That My main goal for my whole life, really, is to be able to just live off performing. Mm. And be on EastEnders. And be on EastEnders. Mm. But, you know, that's not going to happen if I can't keep doing it but then you know where does mental health come into that because you know I'm panicking about having a panic attack yeah and I'm still going and going and going and it's when I stop that they're sort of coming on so yeah man it's hard and it's important to look after yourself Mm. yeah really important do you get anxious about stuff um I used to so I'm quite good at managing it now but when I was in university it was really bad Mm. I used to get not quite the same severity but I used to get like anxiety attacks where basically I would be stressing so much about something it was a lot of it was more partially about university but also like stuff that was going on in like my private life so Mm. like stuff with my parents and stuff um and um basically I would have to completely stop and I would run run home yeah, and I literally it would be I would be could be in heels I could be mm. in whatever I could be in the middle of a lecture and I would literally have to run back to my flat and go mm. and sit with the the blind closed and mm. in the dark. Yeah, and I don't know why it just came on like like I was actually in the gym one time on the treadmill I ran off the back of the treadmill and ran back to my flat because I was just like I can't deal with it. Yeah, even though I was in like a setting where you know obviously like physical health is one yeah. of the things that they say really helps with your mental health as much as mental health impacts your physical health yeah um but i was literally in the process of doing something to help my physical health and i still had it Mm. so it is important to keep keep up the physical health but i think it's in ways that you really enjoy rather than forcing yourself to do something you don't bloody 
hate the gym. I used to love it. <laughs> I tried running, but I slipped in dog poo and put my back out, <laughs> oh and I couldn't God. work for two weeks because I couldn't literally couldn't move. I was oh my on that God. drug that makes you feel really um. Oh, what's the one? My mum took it once and loved it. Tra- is it tramadol? <laughs> yeah, tramadol. Like horse tranquilizers. Yeah, like. that's ketamine, Emma. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you know, it's I'm re- not that's recreational, darling. <laughs> uh, no, um, it was yeah, it was tramadol. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm I'm really bad for physical, like normal physical stuff, like going to the gym or going mm. for a run. Like I walk the dog for a long time. He's do a Labrador, a so yeah. he needs a lot of walking. And I go swimming in the sea and stuff. But yeah. like the other morning, I tried to help myself. I'm trying to help myself at the moment. Yeah. So I went and I did yoga on the beach, right next to the sea. Went to a little class. It was really lovely. You've, I suppose you've got to keep it up. If anyone's got any tips on how to manage stress and yeah. things like that because we would like to hear them like with the stuff that we do but there's always things that we could be doing better yeah. or try different things or whatever so it's about trying isn't it yeah it's like actually doing this has been quite therapeutic like we found it really therapeutic last I last love this yeah, yeah. I, feel, I think it's really nice um, so I guess it's a similar feeling to when you listen to those things because even if you're not actually the one speaking or like trying to like communicate what how you are feeling or whatever you're still li- thinking about it because mm. that's still like because like people <clears> listening to this might be like oh well I've like going through a similar experience to you being yeah. like oh well I had a panic attack I didn't really know what was going on I was scared too mm. and it's nice to hear that other people are going through the same thing and it might just in you know make you think about things so um so we've got a couple of questions this week for our Q&A section um one of them was how do you deal with overbearing managers oh that's a good one. I would like to think the way that I'd deal with it was to be quite direct and say, look, I'm feeling a little bit suffocated. Do you want to back off? <laughs> but in reality, what would I... I don't think I'd do anything. I'm a real... So Emma and I have just had our insights done on mm. uh, through work, which is, if anyone doesn't know, it's you answer a load of different questions and it tells you what kind of personality you are and how people should deal with you at work, how you should deal with other people, you know, what kind of traits do you have? And not surprisingly, I'm very sort of sunshine yellow and a lot of my report basically said I'm a pushover and I don't really stand up for myself. And that's very true. So I'm probably the worst person to answer this question. I'm going to hand the floor over to you, Emma. <laughs> I don't know what I'd do. Um, so I would probably ask for like some sort of meeting once a week mm-hmm. and make an agenda, maybe. Oh, that's a really good idea. So I'd probably say like, oh, um, so last week we discussed X, Y, Z. Why don't we have um, a meeting just to save a bit of time? Why don't we say have a meeting to discuss those things in that meeting space? Yeah. I think that's probably what I would do. Um, I would probably just sort of try and limit the amount of bearing that happens. Mm. I would probably like sort of be like, well, this is this is the things that we talked about. Let's just let's let's put some time in and talk about it in one go. Yeah, that's a really good idea because then I guess like it depends what it means by overbearing manager. But I imagine someone that's constantly saying, "What are you doing? You know, when is yeah. this going to be delivered?" And blah blah blah. But yeah, that's sort of such a good idea because if you have a meeting once a week, you could just say, "Look, I'm really busy at the moment. Mm. I'm going to put an hour in for us a week." Yeah. And I'm going to update you on everything because actually they're probably overbearing for a reason. Yeah, because so, they might be feeling out of control. Yeah, so if you can just help them feel in control mm. as well, and and sort of demonstrate your trust trustworthiness, you know, yeah. be like, I, you know, look, you know, these are the tasks that I'm working on. This is what I've done so far. Yeah, and just making sure you keep a list of that, uh, like a record of the stuff you have done, 
the stuff you're planning to do and the stuff that's happening in the future <coughs> and just making sure I mean I'm quite an organized person so you're lists so are easy for me yeah. <laughs> um, it might not be the best for everybody else but if you can just try and do that just for the for even if that's not in your nature um I would say that's probably the easiest way to manage it because it would just help to transparency produce. isn't yeah, it yeah yeah and just just showing that they, there's no reason for them to not trust you that's so good Oh my god, I'm going to come to you for all my problems. <laughs> <laughs> that's fabulous, right, Alan? Oh, thanks. Cool. Yes, that's pretty how I do. Well, there's your answer, listener. Yeah. Thanks for sending it in. Do we have another one? We do. The other mm. one is, um, how do you manage expectations of you? Oh wow, that's deep. Isn't it, it is quite deep, isn't it? How do you manage ex? As in, like, how do you manage other, like, dealing with other people's expectations of you? Yeah, I think so. Uh. I don't manage it very well. Again, I'm really bad at this question. I I feel like being an actor um, and doing music and stuff, I feel like, especially family, mm. a lot of the time, what are you doing? You know, oh, why aren't you on EastEnders yet? Why haven't you done this yet? It's like it's expected to, you know, that you're mm. going to make it and you're going to do it right now. And, like, I mean, in reality, like, if I could just write a letter to EastEnders and say hey man, can I have a job? I could fucking have done it, wouldn't I? <laughs> so people's expect I, d- I don't manage them very well. I sort of, I tend to palm off questions. I say, oh yeah, it's going really well. And I divert because I I, I just can't, mm. I can't be asked with it. And it That's makes probably me honestly worse. the best way to do it. If really? You, yeah, I would, that's probably what I would do as well. Yeah. I would probably just be like, well, they're asking me a question I don't really want to talk about. So I'm just and just try and move on from it. Yeah. Cool. Well, we yeah, should start an agony aunt. We should, shouldn't we? Well, let's, let's start another business and stress ourselves out <laughs> even more. Excellent. Just on top of all the other things that we do. Oh, dear. But cool. yeah. Um, if you have any, if anyone else has any other questions that you want us to answer, please mm-hmm. do send them in. Well, that brings us on to our final section of the podcast today, which is going to be skill of the week. Yep. Which we are going to go with. We're going to try and learn a new language. <laughs> the, whole the whole language, language. <laughs> we're going to, going to become multilingual <laughs> i don't even know if that's the right word no, i think it is okay is it yeah yeah i, I think so um but what should we learn we were going to try and just learn a handful of words in a new language that would benefit us mm. so what, what's a what's a good language what is the most i'm going to google it i reckon it's going to be french or Probably spanish is. i'd say spanish I'm going Spanish. Bets on Spanish. I'm going French. English, obviously, first. Oh, Mandarin. Mandarin. And then Hindi. And Spanish. So you were fourth, mm. but yeah. Well, let's do of the options Mandarin then. With. Mandarin, okay. Okay, right. So let's think of some words. What word? Well, I want to learn how to say fuck in Mandarin. Let's okay. start with that. Let's start with that. Right. Right. So how do you reckon that is pronounced? So it's spelt T-A-M-A-D-E. How Tamande. Tamade. Okay. How do we reckon it's said? Shall I play it? Yep. Tamada. Oh, that wasn't far off. It That's was not bad. Tamada. Tamada. It's fuck in Mandarin. You are all welcome. <laughs> now let's learn how to say duck. Okay. Tamada. Tamada. Da. 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 Tamada. I think. So duck is spelt Y A. It's got to be ya. Ya. Okay. Ya. Ya. Oh, it's cute. Oh, tamada and ya. Ya. Fuck duck. Fuck tamada, ya. <laughs> well done. We're smashing it. All I right. bet somebody that's, that actually speaks Mandarin is going to listen to this yeah. at some point and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Watch the tamada. What would be helpful? What would be a helpful 
sentence to, to learn? Hotel? Where is the hotel? Julian Zanali. Okay. Go on, what do you think it is? I'm really bad at accents, so Julian Zanali. Oh my god, that is smash! I smashed it. That was well good. Judean Zainali. That is where is the hotel? Judean Zainali. But he didn't realise it was going to be like a Duolingo podcast. (laughs) 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 Okay, that is probably something quite helpful. helpful. Have you forgotten the other two or do you remember them? Tamada. Tamada? Yeah. Yeah. Tamada. Fuck, where is the hotel? Well, you could say, fuck, where is the hotel? Tamada Judian Nazali. Beautiful. Zainali. Cool. One more sentence? Yeah. Right. What do we reckon the next? What, we, what is another helpful thing to learn in another language? Show I me mean, the everyone. money. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> doing a whole lot. <laughs> Show, Show me, me the, the money. money. Oh, that's hard. Going, you, you do your. Okay. Yours I reckon it. Ba quianda. Uh, no, sorry. Ba qui ki, kian. Sorry. Ba kian na chulai. I'd I'd say the same. Would you? Okay. Ba quan na chulai. Ba quan na chulai. Chulai even. That's not bad. It chien. wasn't far off. Ba chien na chulai. Ba chien na chulai. Ba chien. Oh, it's rather than like a key. It's a chi. Yeah. Interesting. That's good. Okay, so that's show me the money. Bachien. No, Bachien. Bachien. na chulai. Yeah. Very good. We're oh. going to need that one one day. <laughs> <laughs> show me the money. So, Emma, you are you are much better at this than I am. I thought I'd be really terrible at it. I know you said that, and I said I thought you'd be brilliant. I'm going to listen back to that one day and be like, I did not remember any of those. But no, that I was, can't remember them now. What was the um, Tamada? Oh, see, I can't. Rem- I Tamada. literally can't remember anything. Tamada, yeah, fuck a duck, <laughs> fuck a duck. <laughs> so, the fuck it bucket. Are you putting this in your fuck it? Are you going to learn Mandarin? Or no, are you going to drop it? I think so. I, I think, think probably. I yeah. As much as I would love to learn it, I think it's. I think I should probably start with a language closer to English first. Yeah. Although it is the second most used, though. It's true, it is the second most used, which would be quite useful, but I just can't imagine... Like, my plans at the moment are mostly to live in, like, European countries. Right. So, so you're probably better off learning French or, or Spanish, Spanish or something. Or even German. Yeah, I was thinking about German. I mean, I'm not going to learn language, I don't think. I'd love to, but I've got the memory of a sieve. <laughs> Same. Go I can't remember what the other. Uh, we said at all. I can't remember a single one of those. So I'm putting that in the fucking bucket, safely there. Yeah. Lovely language. I can't see myself. What can I throw in this little cup, this little mug? This. Goodbye, Mandarin. <laughs> <laughs> well, that brings us to the end of the podcast. It does, the podcast. <laughs> podcast. Thank you. Thank um, you for listening. That was lovely. It was. Thank you very much, everybody, for... for tuning in again for Hopefully. the official po- episode one official yeah. so official um yeah send in any questions um and stuff <laughs> and stuff <laughs> if you saw the instagram yeah and yeah any requests for what you'd like to hear next week please do inform us thank you so much bye bye <laughs> <laughs> when the working day is-